at SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, let's move on right along. We've got our next guest on the line here, and uh, he is the troublemaker himself back in the country, Michael Ramaleveta. Good evening, sir. Thank you very much for joining us on SAFM, and welcome back to South Africa. Hi, how are you doing, my brother? <laughs> no, I'm fine, Michael. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's also a pleasure to speak to you. Oh, okay. You just need to move away from the noise. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Actually, uh, Okay, I'll move away from the noise. Yeah, just move away from the noise there. It's a bit uh, noisy where, where, where you are. Michael, of course, is the, is the uh, guy that we spoke to, I think, sometime last year or even the year before that. He's been based in the UK for the past uh, 10 years or so. And that's where his boxing career really flourished there. even won a title in... Um, he won the English Super Bantamweight title in England there and is back in the country. Michael, why are you back in the country and when did you come back? Oh, no. uh, yeah, I I just came to visit the family and as well as uh, see one of the promotion that I uh, want to make the fight because I want my my dream is to fight it, to get a fight in South Africa, you know, to get one of the super bantams because there's a lot of super bantams here in South Africa. So yeah, it would be awesome to fight at home. Yes, I remember the last time we spoke to you. you actually, did say that you really, really want to fight at home. So so when did you get here? How long are you here for? I'm here for two weeks actually. Uh, I'm I'm going back on fifth, uh, mm. on the fifth of February. Okay. Have you been able to speak to anybody then? Any promoter since you've you've arrived? Yeah, actually, um, I've had a chat with one promoter, but I don't know whether I shall I mention the name yet. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. When you're ready, you yeah, can tell us. Oh uh, yeah, wicked definitely. Because before I before I go back, definitely everything will be confirmed. So what's the thinking? Do you want a local promoter, local promotions company, or do you just want somebody to help you for one or two fights here in South Africa? Yeah, I can get one or two fights here at home, and then we can talk afterwards. Mm. Because uh, it's going to go with, the, with with how much we'll be going for the fight and all kind of things. You know, uh, I know I know at the minute at home is uh, still tough, but you know, it would be awesome just to get a few fights uh, in South Africa, and then it would be awesome. But no, I'm not. We, if we had to sign a, a contract deal, then we'll, we'll we'll have a good chat about it, and then we'll take things from there. And and having been in the UK for for ten years, Michael, and fighting that side, why is it important for you then to come and fight here at home? I mean, there's no place like home, to be honest. Uh, I, fighting in England actually changed my life, changed everything. But although even if uh, there's Many challenges that I've been I've been facing, you know. Uh, but my dream is to get a couple of fights at home, and uh, yeah, and then we'll take things from there. But the fighting in, in England, uh, I don't regret. It changed my whole life actually. It changed my my kids' life. It changed myself actually. So yeah. Mm. Mm. And 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 what exactly do you mean by that? I mean, did you did you get more exposure in England? Did you get more money in England, or did you get just a better life outside the ring in England? Uh, it's all together, actually. I would say all together. In I can combine it in just make everything uh, financially uh, exposure. Anyway, the exposure is me who made myself because it was a bit tough before before because no one wanted to give me a chance. Mm. 
as a as a as a South African boxer coming to the UK. Obviously, other boxers do want to fight you until I become England champion. And then still, after you know, on my last fight, it was there's a lot of politics going behind, which is a lot of people didn't know. But that's all kind of things that we face in in in, in boxing. So it is what it is. But I don't regret to be boxing in in the UK and based in the UK. Um, as a Sarab, proud South African, to fight at home, it will, I mean, it will mean the lot. And for those maybe that missed our first conversation or the conversations that we've had, what what had, what motivated your move to England all those years ago? Uh, because boxing, big boxing is, is huge in in England, and uh, promoters they pay. I think what boxers deserve to get. Uh, so. That's that's the reason for me to move to the UK, you know, because I know boxing at home. I boxed and obviously I've been around the champions, world champions, and I, you know, you see how things work. They become champion at the end of the day when they retire. Then things are tough, you know. So yeah, so that that was the reason for me to go to the UK. And they really rate you highly in the UK. The producer, Katlakos, just told me that. I actually didn't see it. He says that there's one newspaper that went with the headline uh, talking about you saying one of British boxing's best stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> SB Nation. I, I think it's just because of our always positive and, uh, you know, I always say things that they motivate other people probably mm. and they look at things that I'm doing. I'm not just talking. I believe in myself. And I, as much as probably they know, it was not easy for me to get to the position I'm at. And I never, I never ever quit until I get to this, this position. Probably that's the, that's the reason that's why maybe they, they rate me. Mm. And, and besides the, the, the money, um, when it comes to the development of boxers, what is there anything we can learn in South Africa from how they treat their boxers or how they develop their boxers in the UK? Yeah, you know, uh, in South Africa, definitely we, we, we can change a lot. It just depends with uh, the promoters, trainers, how they want to do it. You know, it just it, it comes from the trainers, boxers, because boxers, they listen to the trainers, which is that's 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 how 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 they they live their lives and boxing wise because there's a huge 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 advantage in mm. in the uk uh if i compare it with, with south africa there's an absolutely a massive gap that it needs to be closed and uh, i'm gonna with god willing with my plans i'm gonna open uh uh, uh something in south africa obviously to help the boxers uh, the young stars who are coming up because with my own experience from internationally, I think it will help a lot with whoever will be wanted to listen. Yeah. yeah. And how are some of the programs there in, in the UK? Because I know they've got the England National Schools Championships, which means they've got boxing in the schools, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's a, you know, the, the young kids, obviously, they kind of like boxing, they go to boxing as if like at the school. Yeah. they how they how they improved i mean it's amazing look at the kids like who are like 18 years old mm. and maybe probably even the 10 pro in that age the way how they box and then you compare them with seraphian boxes you can see absolutely a whole of different boxes 
Because I mean, there's a, there's a, I don't know. There's something missing in South Africa, but I think we'll get there as long as we want to learn. Yes, I, re- I remember a couple of years ago when they had the problems with, with the stabbings and the knives and all of that in, in England. They actually turned to boxing to try and get these boys yeah, off the streets yeah, yeah, and introduce yeah. them to boxing. Yeah, and they do a lot, actually. If Because of the, the kids on the street, they stab each other and all kind of things. Yeah. They take the kids. There's a, there's a group that, there's a school that they take all the naughty kids. Every day they take them to the boxing gym. Uh, like three three days a week, mm. uh, and they end up changing from what they're doing and become a boxer. And some of them are the champions today, as we talk talking. So those are how how they. If we can do something like that in South Africa, mm. but also I mean it's gonna need it's gonna need a support. You know, it's gonna need a sponsors. If if it was South African boxers or South African PSA, mm. all kind of things, if they are willing to help. All those things, they will definitely help the boxers, the kids on the street. Because uh, when they grow up, they grow up not knowing exactly what they want to do. But the sooner they start to get be in the boxing, then probably one of them, two or three, they can see, oh, shit, this is what I can do. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm just sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Apologies for that. We accept it. Uh, yeah, I've just actually checked that company. It was called Gloves Up, Knives Down. Yes, that's what it yeah, was called. Yeah. And, and Michael, because of time, as we wrap up, do you think that boxing should be should should be at schools. It should be made mandatory at schools. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm, like football yeah. and cricket and rugby. A hundred percent. You know, because at school, boxing. There's no boxing at schools. If they put boxing in schools and football and all different sports, the kids when they grow up, they they tend to know. You know, after school, they know that. I don't have to be on the street doing. I'm doing my school. Tomorrow he's doing that. He knows after after school he's. You know those are kind of things they need to do that. Hundred percent, it will improve a lot. Lot, lot of kids won't do stop being on the street doing what they're doing because obviously they are lost. They don't know anything. Yeah. They don't know what to do. Some yeah. of them obviously financially they're in a position that they. they you know it's tough, but if ever they're in sport. They don't. They hardly to. It's hard for them to realize that, you know what, uh, we're suffering. We can't do certain things. I want to do this. I do that yeah. because the gyms in South Africa, most gyms, they're in in town and they can't get to town. It's hard for them. But if they ever the schools, they start to do that, It'll then it will be easy for the kids to do that. Finally, yeah. Michael, because of time, who do you want to fight here in South Africa? I know you're not sure. Uh, I want any any champions and super pantsam. Lee Dumalamati is a very very good boxer. I know you're going to say that. Uh, uh, SA champion, what's his name? Uh, it's from Eastern Cape. He's, a, he's training with uh, Smith. Mm. He's a very, very good boxer. And there's another kid from uh, KwaZulu Natal, but he's no longer a champion. Uh, I want to fight the champions, and I respect them, not just because of I'm taking an advantage, but I want to show that as long as you don't give up in life and you believe in yourself and work hard, nothing can stop you to achieve whatever you want to achieve. Okay, it's not the first time you've called out Lotu Molamati. <laughs> it's not the first time. And I'll, I know, I know. Maybe they may take it that way. But okay. Let me get a fight. Let me get a win. After getting another win, then probably Lomati will may will be happy to take the fight because okay. he's signed with uh, Golden Glove. So yes, last week. Last week. I know Pumzile Makila is probably listening here. Uh, maybe they can come back and respond next week. But let's leave it there, Michael. Thank you for your time. We're going to have to leave the show there. Boxing Wednesdays. We have to go to news.